going on, guys? And welcome back to the Bread and Sports Podcast uh, Round 16 Review, Round 17 Preview. I'm joined by the Stonk Wilfred Wong. Hey, mate. How are you today? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, I guess I'll get the elephant out of the room. Did you watch much footy last week, Stonk? No, I did not watch much footy last week. I was in Newcastle, so I... Um, Ripping and tearing with the uh, bootleg KP. That's right. I was with the bootleg KP last, uh, last weekend. Um, well, I'll quickly run through them. So Manly just escaped by against a Munsterless Storm. Um, Newcastle got the Chockies over the Titans. A big win by Newcastle, actually. Uh, the Panthers got a win over the Roosters. Now, stonk, mate. Honestly. Yes. Speak to me. The refereeing in that game. I'm not one to, uh, to cry out, you know, poor Roosters because I couldn't give two fucks less about, you know, yeah. in their season. But that was um, was ordinary, ordinary refereeing, but obviously he's, he's got the job done. Did you, did you get to watch that one? I watched that one in bits and pieces because that was peak end of financial year party yeah. time. But I'll say on the refereeing, wouldn't have happened to a better team. Take, <laughs> it, how, take it how you want to. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I did think the Panthers were quite undisciplined for them. Yeah, obviously for them, it was very uncharacteristic of us, and we were very, very fortunate to scrape through the way we did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you guys can drop a game here or there. Honestly, at this point, it doesn't matter. But um, the Sharks, eighteen to six, uh, scrappy win, scrappy conditions. The cows ran away with it against us, uh, forty to twenty-six. Um, game did that start off close? Yeah, it was it was tight to half time. They came out second half a lot better than we did. The scoreline probably doesn't reflect how poor we played. I think we got a, a couple lucky late tries, but um, you know, um, it's just kudos to the Cowboys and Todd Payton. Fuck, they just they keep it rolling. Um, half team they are. 30 to 12, the, the Rabbits, Latrell Mitchell back and firing. Um, what is it like? Is it a good thing or a bad thing that one player can make a team go from, from very below ordinary to, oh, yeah, they're, they're a finals footy team? Well, when you think about it, you dare say they structured a lot of their game plan around him. So when you lose a piece like that, it will throw a big banner in the works and then you end up having to adjust and then they're probably in that awkward in between phase where they were starting to adjust but now yeah. that he's back they're obviously happy he's back especially with the uh his return game 100 percent um and obviously he's apparently he made the choice i don't know how much i, I buy into that um but he won't be playing origin he put that that's a rest are you, are you not putting him in the team if you're fucking his coach or what? Look, I'm not saying if you like have the option. You, would you bring him in? Yes. I well, my my take on it is this, right? As as good as White was in game one, as good as Burden was in game two. If I'm Dane Gagai, there's only one bloke I don't want to see run out against me. Yeah. Only one. Yeah, Stephen Crichton. <laughs> <laughs> it's that big mother trucker from South, but um, yeah, he's pulled the plug. He'll play this weekend. Um. The Warriors, mate, return home after a thousand days uh, up in Redcliffe. They get the, the chocolates over the Tigers. Good to see. 
reckon they picked that round on purpose, like specifically for who they were playing against? Honestly, I don't think they ever knew when they were coming back, to be yeah, completely true. honest, with how things have gone over the past few years. Um, yeah, but no, nah, good, good good to see from the Warriors. And then ooh, the, the Dragons just scraped yeah. by against, against the Raiders. Now, that, that one, the weather, holy demons. That, that was... That was, but it's one of those games where you're like, you're glad you're not there watching it, but fuck, it'd be fun to play in that weather. <laughs> it's not fun, Matto, mate. Nah, it would be. It, it, would, would. it might have been fun when we were 15, but. Nowadays, no. <laughs> Nowadays, no. <nah. laughs> um, Stonk, mate, I want to do something a little bit different before we get into, because we've only got four games to sort of preview. And, um, you know, you're a Penrith boy, Penrith fan, so yeah. I thought. I was having a look, right? And obviously there's been a lot of talk about players playing Origin and then for their, their countries and stuff. we got the World Cup coming up at the end of the year. And right now, I'll get it up on Sportsbet. You've got... Where is it? you got Australia paying $1.36, which, to be completely honest with you, that's actually pretty good odds. Um... You got New Zealand at seven twenty-five, England at eight dollars, which baffles me. Um, Tonga at thirteen, but Stonk, the team I want to get to, and I'm sure you you can see where I'm going with this. Samoa, twenty-six dollars, twenty-six dollars to win. All right. Now, if every player that can play for Samoa says they want to play for Samoa, which is a second-tier nation, so technically. They wouldn't be breaking any rules. By you just sold me on Samoa for the World Cup. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Me. Look, if you put if you put fifty bucks on Australia, right, you'll see that five dollars again, yeah. right. But if you put that five dollars on Samoa, and those are the two horses you have in the race, you know, I can think of worse things to uh, spend your money on. Just saying, you know. It's like, yeah, J Max riding the leader, but you got Hugh Bowman sitting on this, this you know, deadbeat yeah. donkey. Don't mind those odds, you know. Don't mind those odds. Just saying. Um, but we'll, we'll probably obviously, if you were obviously those odds will change when the squads are announced. But in saying that, right? If all those guys who I mentioned have played for Samoa, or the the guys that I didn't name that are going to play for New Zealand or Tonga. The Australian side you're left with is still a good side, but it is not a dollar thirty-six favourites in my opinion. Just putting that out there. Mm. I don't think you're left with, especially in the forwards. You, yeah, you're looking real, real lean up front. Um, but yeah, just food for thought. Twenty-six dollars. Hopefully, those odds stay the same for a while longer. Um, Let's let's do a little bit of a deep dive into this week. Obviously, it's buy round, um, the worst, the worst week in the history worst of the league. league <laughs> honestly, um, the Nico Hinesless Sharks go out to play against a uh, a bit of a depleted Melbourne Storm team. Stonk, mate, what are you up for us this week? I Melbourne? have got Storm to win thirteen plus with Jerome Hughes. With um, without Nico, with well, I don't, I just don't back Braden Trindle enough. I should say, I don't no. back him enough. 
Not I liked him at the start of the year, but yeah, I, 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 I liked him at the end of last year. But yeah, with his ins and outs and his six minutes a game, I just don't think he's going to be there. How do you rate the resurgence of um superstar Matty Moylan? Yeah, I, mate, I, I love to see it. I, I I tried to I was backing him last year, and then sort of fell off a bit. Now it's 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 good to see. It's very it's good to see him come. You know, find like a role where he's actually making a he's making a big impact in Cronulla this year. You can just tell. Absolutely. Um. So we've got, obviously, no NOS with, it, with us this week, but I've got his tips. He's gone 13-plus with Anderson to score the young kid. He's been impressive. I mean... Not last sh- week, but... Shock horror, though. A young kid from Melbourne plays all right in first grade. Like, um, I'm only going 1-12, to 12, and I, until Hines was out, I had the Sharks winning this one because I really do think... I think that Sharks back five is very... People talk about them, but Will Kennedy, uh, and then you got Katoa and Ramian. I know you got no Talakai, but I tell you what, Connor Tracy's been a pretty handy switchblade for for a while now. He can he can play a, a multitude of positions, yeah. and um, you know he gives you he gives you a lot of a lot of big effort plays. I think the Sharks put up a fight. I'm going Storm one to twelve though, off the back of Nico Hines being out, and I think the cheese. Crosses Ooh. the trial strategy. <laughs> oh, no, you back. Sorry, I, I was under the impression you were backing the sharks. I I, I did have I did have the will yeah. strategy before that because I still yeah. had the chase score. I just had sharks one to twelve. But um, yeah, we'll keep it moving. So the knights obviously no KP. Tex Hoy has it like he's been doing this for a few years now. Where Kalen Ponga obviously any any time he wants a game off, pretty much Tex Hoy yeah. comes. I don't mind him. I think he's a handy player. I rate him too. I rate Tex Hoy. Not as a goal kicker, God. But no. As as a player, he's a very handy player to have in your in your side. He could almost he's not top tier or second tier fullback, but he's he's a solid fullback. Like you can rely on him to play fullback. Yeah, you can do you can do a lot worse, you know. Sometimes when your main fullback goes down you see people try and move like wingers to fullback and stuff, mm. it doesn't work the same. But um yeah, I've liked him, but in saying all of that, I still think Seattle's come out and dominate with Luttrell still in the side. I'm, go- I'm going for the easy three-pointer here, Stonk. I- I'm sorry to be boring, but I'm going Seattle's 13-plus with AJ to score. Mm. What do you got for us? I've gone South's 1-12, to and I was originally going to have AJ, but I changed my mind and I put Tane Milne in. Yeah, Tane he's was a, pretty impressive a, the other week for Fiji. What I've noticed is he's just a outright competitor like he he always has to be like he wants people to notice his ability so he always goes 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 he he puts on some some good shots in defense mm-hmm. and he's not your your you know typical uh acrobat on the wing but and he's not he's not like your typical like bulldozer winger That's, either yeah he's just sort of in between where like he'll do a half dive but it's it's his you know, low body strength sort of taking him over. He's he's a handy player. Um, so the Noss has gone South thirteen plus with Jackson Paolo to score. The South with no Campbell Graham presumably for the rest of the season. Is that is that warning signs? Is that worrying for you if you're a South fan? Do you reckon? 
I don't think it's warning signs, but it's definitely a big blow. Yeah, because they've got they've got a fair bit of depth in the backs, in my opinion. They've got a fair bit of depth. Isaiah Tass was pretty good last week, so yeah, they they can do worse. Um, so say, then, is, is Mansour injured? Like, what are they doing with him? They can just put him on the wings, put Tane at center. Mansour still with Souths, is he? That's what I'm trying to think. Probably. I mean, probably I anything else. The the man source. source. Wasn't he a blast from the past? Um, sure. <laughs> uh, so then we got the Tigers and the Eels. Now, the Tigers obviously a, a very poor outing last week, but the Eels weren't all that impressive either. Um, so the NOS has Eels 13 plus with Papa Lee to cross the chalk. You know what Kane's doing? He's, all his try scorers are just blokes that he wants to score tries for Supercoach. He's hoping <laughs> to get the double whammy, like the double, you know. Yeah, no, he, like he wants something to cheer days. about this week. He wants yeah. something to cheer about. I, I always tend to do the opposite. I feel like it's like a bad omen when I put a play. I don't think it's ever paid off for me. Because it's happened <laughs> a few times where I've been like, yeah, I want this bloke to score yeah. for my Supercoach score. I'm and then um. Yeah. I'm I'm going Eels one to twelve, and I'm going. Yeah, I'm saying one to twelve because I think was it last? I can't, I can't remember who the Eels played after. Um, oh, the Dogs. They played the Dogs uh, the week after Origin, and they they looked so bad. And so I'm thinking Junior being out of that that starting forward pack. I just think the Tigers are not going to win, but I think the Eels are going to do it a little bit tougher than they expect. I'm going Gutho to to cross Ooh, and. Um, Give us a little bit of a little bit of a dance. What do you reckon? I've gone similar to Nos Eels thirteen plus. They always seem to when they lose like pretty badly. They always seem to bounce back. So I'm I'm backing they bounce back, especially against the Tigers. Yeah. With uh, Dylan Brown to score any time off that left foot of his. Dylan Brown, he's he's very much so coming to life this year. Dillbags, mm-hmm. he um. I feel like, especially when, you know, all the money talk about Moses going up to the Dolphins and then they tried to bring Jacob Arthur in and, and put Brown in the centres and he was like, ah, oh, bro, I'm, I'm the fire trust me. Yeah. He secured yeah. that spot. People were very upset when they saw Jacob Arthur move there, especially because Dylan Brown had a red-hot start, start to the season as well. He was tortured. It, you know, and I know we're super coach advocates, but he... If you have him and don't have Munster, you almost get by because he, especially in base stats alone, it's something that I guess more super coach players take notice to than, than you know, just NRL fans. But mm. Dylan Brown runs and tackles at an efficiency that most high baits don't. No. He, he, he makes like eight metres a hit up easy. Every time he runs the ball, he's getting eight metres. And especially that uh, last week against Souths, one of the only tries they scored, he gave that. It was such a lovely short ball to Sean Lane. The ladder. The ladder. The ladder got the offload out the back for Gutho. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, Dylan Brown's one to watch. Um, and then we finish up on the Sunday. Bronx and the Dragons, both teams in the eight, but this uh, could make all the difference. Um, stonk, mate. What's going to happen? Uh, sorry, Matto, mate. I've gone Dragons 1-12. to 12. I think they're a team that's just very good at edging out sort of middle table teams. 
I've got Dragons 1-12 to with uh, Zach Lomax to score, and I reckon it will be within the first half as well. I, I, um, the Dragons, the Dragons always worry me, especially last year. I remember Dufty scoring on half time and just, oh, I just felt like shit watching them smash us in the second half as well. But without Ben Hunt, and I know I'm a bit biased because, you know, in my eyes, he's still one of the best players on this earth. They are a very ordinary side. Very, very ordinary side. We play them again later on this year, and I think Ben Hunt might put it to us then, but I'm, I'm saying I'm going to stay strong. I think without Ben Hunt, they'll just lack a little bit of direction. Um, so I'm going Brisbane 1-12, to and I'm, I'm going Mam. I'm back in Ezra Mam. Sonk, talk to me for a second. We've seen some good young players come through in the past couple of years. What, what's your initial thoughts after uh, a few first-grade games now for Ezra Mam? I think he's actually very capable. Very capable with a um, with a partner that can organise. And it's just yeah, it's pretty much letting him play his game and then having someone else organise for him. Almost like Nico and Moylan. You know how Moylan's sort of taking over that leadership role, getting everything sorted and then just letting Nico play. Yeah. If he gets in a position like that, that's when I think he plays his best footy and I think it's what he's got when um Reynolds. When he's had his good games, that's that's what it's been in my eyes. Yeah, I, I really think out of all the halves combinations, which we've had 50 of in the past mm. few years, this Reynolds and Mam, Mam sort of, he almost looks like he's sponging off Reynolds as they're out on the field. Like you're yeah, seeing the development. Mate, just, <laughs> I don't know what it is. You know, I've seen Reynolds play with bloody Albert Kelly and yeah. Tyrone Roberts and... None of the, you know, Tyson Gamble, none of these guys have this, you know, want to learn the way that I'm seeing as a man. But before we move on, well, I mean, that was the last game anyway. Wait, yeah. let me get Kane's tips up for that one. Uh, what Wait, did don't the tell me, let me guess. Go on. Let me know when you got it. I reckon Kane's gone Broncos 1-12 to with Corey Oates. No, he's actually had the same bet as you. Oh. Dragons 1-12. to Lomax to score. Stonk, mate. Now, I don't like talking about things until they're official, obviously. Um, you know, I'm very Omen-esque. I don't like to, to like, spoil things. But the news is that it's all, all but done. Reese Walsh, sets come home. Now, who... When you, when you sort of look at our team for next year, if Reese comes back... Who, someone's got to miss out. Someone won't be playing in that one to seven. So you'll have. Do you either put Reese Walsh at six and Cobo to fullback, or do you leave Cobo out on the wing and leave and then put Reese Walsh at fullback so that Ezra Mam can still play six? Someone's going to miss out there. Yeah. What do you I think? think? I think it's goodbye to Mari Martin, to be honest. Oh, Tamari is apparently going to be part of the deal. This All is right. one of the reasons why the Broncos and Warriors are trying to sort something out exclusively. Yeah. Because he's got Nickel Kluke star as well for next year. Well, they obviously the Warriors now back in New Zealand. A lot of these guys who are Australian based are, are flaking on them, and so you can start to see a bit of New Zealand homebred sort of, you know. They want commitment, and Tamari Martin, he's a Kiwi, Chance Kiwi, 
So Tamari won't be with us next year if this deal goes through. But what I'm getting at is someone, someone out of our two young stars is going to be unhappy, right? Now, look, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm, I'm going to jinx this because it happens fucking every second week anyway. But Reynolds being out means, you know, Reynolds plays about half a season probably for the, for the remainder of his three-year deal with us, I reckon. So you'll probably see a Mam and Walsh combo at some point. And that'll be exciting, I reckon. I think so too. But for the games that he's not, also, do do you think by next year Selwyn would be ready to be a fullback? What? It's hard to say because he he's all there in attack. It's, it's his defense that sort of I haven't been convinced about yet. Yeah, there was I mean, one, one trial weekend that like Kalen Ponga. There's no defense fullback. Yeah, end up like the Knights. Yeah, well, I'd like to be <laughs> better spot than Knights, but you know, well, to be fair, Reynolds is pretty much our Mitch Pierce, and once he goes, who knows what's gonna yeah, what's very gonna true. Um, but yeah, interesting. I think, look, personally, I'd like to see Cobo maybe. If I if I'm Brisbane, I'd be saying to Cobo, look, there is no doubt in our minds you're going to be the fullback long term, but I reckon Reynolds probably only plays out the last two years of his contract. And then I'd have Mam at halfback, Walsh 5-8, and Selwyn at the fullback. Um, yeah, that's that's everything. Stonk, um, nice, short, quick, and sweet. And ho- out, hopefully, um, yeah, we'll get the, the gang back together next week to keep going. We're almost there, mate. Fine. Also, just quickly before we go, Stonk, mate, we haven't, we haven't been on for a while now, and I need to tell you something. You've been t- you've been topped. You've been topped. You got me. I got ya. I got ya in the um in the tips. So I've blo- I had like a ten point buffer. I've blown it. It was it was the rep round. The rep round. I the had got me. So where are we? BNS tips ladder. Um. So before rep round. You were on 185. You had a 15-point lead. Yep. Rep round, I scored 24. You scored 16. Yeah, I went poo. So that really, that meant that I I went to 204 and you went to 201. Um, now, at the moment, Kane sits on 191. I'm on 211. Yep. You're on 210. Oof. It's getting close. Oh. Only a few weeks left, but uh, yeah, that's going to do us. Hope you guys enjoyed. Some more $26 odds. Get on it. (laughs) See you later.